When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to the show. The show tomorrow is on the road. We love the OTR shows. and uh, We love when people come out and hang. Hang. Hang with us, talk with us, take pictures with us. Now we have the big holiday show. Next Friday at your mother's house, uh, that's in Long Island, and uh, tomorrow we're at the NHL yeah. store. So, so we're out. we're out twice. We're out twice. You know what I would love to see, by the way, nudity. That would be great. Uh-huh. I'll be honest, but uh, well, depending on yeah, a lot. Wouldn't, depending like me, on who's wouldn't new. be on the top of your list. Well, you'd be higher than some, no lower <laughs> than others. Um, <laughs> There's people that he's higher than his nudity. Oh yeah, have you ever been to one of our remotes? Um, oh my. So, well, that's with all due respect. And for present company excluded, <laughs> yeah, yeah. anybody that's attending tomorrow. Um, no, but I was going to say, with uh, the with next week at your mother's house, right? I love the people who come out every year. I so appreciate them. There's, it's wonderful to catch up every year. But? No but. Oh, okay. In addition to all of those people, I hope this year on Long Island, we see some people we've never seen before. You say, you know what? I've never gone to the Fakakta live show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go this time. Or maybe you don't get out of work until you know five o'clock, so you won't make it till, till the last hour and a half of the show. But we hope that you, you come spend time. I'm just deciding. I may bring a date. Who? Well, Natalie's out of town. So uh, somebody you're seeing on the side. I was th- no, I was thinking Rocky. Oh. Oh, see. What? Rocky, I don't know you really what the think Rocky's is. heart is going to handle a big crowd? He doesn't care about the about a crowd like that. <laughs> You've asked me, but he's <laughs> get nervous. Uh, you're going to have to ask your mother's house whether they're comfortable. Yeah, well, I but he's know. a service dog. They serve food there. Yeah, but he'd be sitting in a bag on the stage with us, relaxed as can be. And he's a support dog. So I, I would think he can handle the room. It's part of his job, <laughs> right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Of course, he's a working animal. Uh, see, I, I think the whole support thing is uh, completely, listen, it's opposite, in, in, bizarre world. In this case, it's bizarre world. Right. But because, we don't want to disrespect the people that actually need the support. Thank you. Right, because- Those people do uh, exist. Natalie supports Rocky. <laughs> right. that, well, that, if you want, if you must know the truth, uh, yes, that is how it is. In a perfect world, Natalie and I would leave the house. Right. And just leave Rocky there. But Rocky has an enlarged heart. And he also has separation anxiety. That combination means this is what it would sound like. I, oh, you heard it. Who you heard it, right? Yeah. It was have scary. You, have you ever heard anything like it? No. Anthony, how would you describe the sound Rocky made that day? It was quite interesting. Literally, if we were to leave him alone, this is what it would sound like. Nonsense. Where was I? Yeah, I don't know. But it, it happened. So, yeah, in a perfect world, it would be different. But I'll, I'll be on a lot of Rocky and Bear duty over the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, what am I going to do? Watch where you're stepping, then. Excuse me? Duty. duty. Uh, <laughs> really? You know what? We already had Don with the unfortunate line that was before the break. It was funny. I, it was a dad joke. It was, it was, his name is Bridge Too Far? No, Bridge. 
Not a bridge too. I, I said the bridge too is 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 his nickname. Yeah, Steve get it? Far. Steve Far. All those nicknames. By the way, the Beast. By the way, it's it's such a bad sign that the only Yankee wedding you've ever been invited to. Right after you said his name. You had to say what position he played. Well, because I mean, it was a long time ago, and the Yankees weren't great, right? And he's not a—he's not a. a but he was of, a really good player. But he's not a, a, a retired number kind of guy. No, no, not, not quite. No, but a really nice. But career. a good man. Good man, a good career. How old is he now? Uh, he's got to be. Uh, we were about the same age, so he must be in his sixties. Wow. Yeah, still married. Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think That's it. Was, I don't think it took. Um, well, did you ask for the gift back? It was many years after I, I lost connection with him. What do you give a professional baseball player on their wedding day? Money. People like money. How much money are we talking? Back question. then, I didn't have a lot of money, so I probably gave like you know, 200 bucks, maybe. That's a nice gift. And what year is this? 1993, 94. That's a, that's a nice gift. Single man? Oh, yeah, I was, like, sing- like you read about. I was single in 2011. I know, but you didn't, you didn't bring a date? I did bring a date, yeah. Oh, okay. I did bring a date. Yeah. Um, so Peter and I were talking during the break, and want to put it out there, you know, with, with the football teams, they, they've both been massive disappointments. But is there something about one of the teams that's bringing you back? That's a hook. And I would think right now Jet fans are disgusted. You're going to see Tim Boyle again. Tim Boyle. And if it doesn't work out, then you're going to see Trevor Simeon. The, neither one of them is the future of the Jets, by any stretch of the imagination. But the Giants... They have they have they have tripped and fallen into this gift by the name of Tommy DeVito that has interested the fan base. Now it's infuriated some like Dave Rothenberg because of winning games and moving further and further away from Caleb. You Williams. have just added to your gift. And so Tommy DeVito is somebody that's very interesting. I think he keeps people watching. I, I think, think he's so. Fun. The Jets don't have that. No. So I think Giant fans right now are more invested than Jet fans. But the question is, does he get a chance to start against the Packers? Boy, it's a great question. Or do they look at it and say, we're still mathematically alive. As great as the DeVito story is, doesn't Tyrod Taylor give them a better chance to beat the Packers? All right, what would you do? I would I would start the quarterback that gives my team the best chance to win. And I think that's debatable. Because it wasn't like Tyrod Taylor was slinging it all over the no. place and scoring touchdowns. Now they almost beat the Bills, but they didn't do that because you know he was throwing for three hundred yards. <laughs> now you beat the Commanders and you beat the Patriots, so I, I give the kid another chance to play. And they really should have beat the Jets too. Because I, because I, 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 imagine if they beat the Jets, they, they would be in legitimately you know decent shape at five and seven. Yeah. They, they would actually, I think, have a really decent chance of maybe finishing above 500 and, and making the playoff. But I think you look at it, guys. They're not making the playoffs. So what's the better story? And and it's not even about entertaining your fans as much as it's, hey, we might find a legitimate backup quarterback for Daniel Jones or whoever that we don't have to bring back Tyrod Taylor. We could save ourselves a ton of money not having to pay $11 million for a backup quarterback that we might have somebody on the cheap that can help us and, and free up some space to go and get some other pieces. So there's that angle of it too. But if if I'm AB, if I'm ABC and um, ESPN, I think there's two Monday night games that day. I don't know what the other Monday night game is. But aren't you hoping for DeVito? Like, wouldn't that be a better broadcast for you if you got the Tommy DeVito story rather than having Tyrod Taylor? No offense to Tyrod, but again, he's got no future with the team. He doesn't have much of a future in the NFL left. He's, what, 34 years old? Mm-hmm. 
DeVito's it's, it's, the better story. If I'm like a television network, I'd rather air his game than Taylor's game. It's all, it's all in what you're going for. I, I firmly believe that if you, if they really, if 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 Dable looked at that schedule. And goes, we think we can win all these games except for maybe the first Eagles game. That's the one that's scared. But we really think we could run the table otherwise. And we, we just want to go for it. I I think you have to go with Tyrod Taylor. See, but I don't think it's as clear cut as you're making it. Tyrod Taylor was not all that when he was in there. Yeah, and he, the thing he, about he DeVito, DeVito's not great. But he doesn't turn but, the ball over. But there were people saying that Tyrod Taylor was the best backup in the NFL. And that that's a point that could be made. Which which then, right, if I'm doing the math right, that means that's the 33rd best quarterback in the league. So I, I don't think you're ready to say Tommy DeVito's that yet. He played, Tyrod played in two in a real way in two games, right? Mm-hmm. At the Bills. And, and he, he, he messed up at halftime. Which we all, right. all and, spoke and, and about no quite touchdowns. a bit. No touchdowns. And then against the Commanders... Getting a win and threw two touchdowns. How many interceptions? None in either. And then he didn't, he didn't play well against right. the Jets until he got hurt. And in, in the Jets, he did not play well. He barely did anything, but he also didn't play that much. And, and DeVito, the Jets, Devito threw three touchdown passes against the Commanders. Sure. And also, I, his quarterback rating is 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 really really high. And I'm not making Tommy DeVito out to be more than he is, but his quarterback rating is much higher than Tyrod Taylor's. I, I, his, his quarterback rating isn't astounding. No, but but, but, but it's close. It's in the high nineties. I, I, I agree with Peter. Tyrod Taylor's the better quarterback, but considering he hasn't played in a month, Tommy DeVito's won a couple in a row. Well, yeah, probably feeling that, like he's that's in a, group. a fair argument. Does, does, does that elevate him to hey, maybe he gives us a better chance to win against the Packers than Tyrod, who hasn't played in a month? I, uh, you know what I would so do. So DeVito's quarterback rating is ninety two point four, pretty good. His well, do we know what uh, Tyrod's is, uh, Jacob? Ninety two point one. Okay, so. Uh, listen, I, it's not like I'm going to sit there and cry if you decide to roll out DeVito. It, listen, it's a better story. It's more exciting. And to Don's point, if you're trying to figure out a backup, and your point, if you're trying to figure out a backup for the future, you, you know what Tyrod is, and he's expensive. So why not roll with Tommy DeVito? So, no problem with it. I just think when you start to get into a who could win you a game, I think that Tyrod, I think, is a body of work yeah. over time that tells you but, yes, I run but with Tyrod. But honestly, we can have our conversations. Dable and his staff are going to get together, and what's their motivation going to be? What gives us the best chance to win against the Green Bay Packers? They're not worried about ratings on ESPN. They're not worried about who the fans want to see play, and I think they're going to go with the better quarterback. And then once you lose that ninth game, I think we can all agree there's not going to be an under 500 wild card team. Then you can go and start thinking about the future. But right now, that's a meaningful game, a chance to stay relevant into December. So if they decide that Tyrod gives them a better chance to win than I'm all for him starting. If they think it's DeVito, I can't get mad at him and, and go with him. All right, the odds to make the playoffs, the Giants are plus 2,500. The Jets are plus 1,800. And according to ESPN Stats and Info, the Jets have a less than 1% chance of making the playoffs. So the Giants would have way less. Even, than even way less, yeah. Now, that's interesting. Why would the Jets be given better odds than the Giants, considering neither of them are very good. Is it just because the Jets' defense is among the best and they think that can carry them? That's got to be it, right? Because the Giants' schedule, I think, is easier. And here's the thing, too. You can't ignore it. Isn't it interesting that we brought this up yesterday that the Eagles can go 16-1 and and their one loss is against the Jets because their defense can give them a chance to win any game they play. 
So I, I guess that makes sense. The Giants defense is playing well, but I still don't think it's at the level of the Jets defense. 1-800-919-3776 is the number. Let's get back to you. 1-800-919-3776. Chris in Piscataway. Chris. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Good. How are What's you? Up? Good. So I just want to talk a little bit, shift gears a bit about, uh, you know, every week you see on YouTube or whatever these conspiracy theories about the NFL, and I'm not buying that, but it is kind of odd that a betting that the NFL and all these sports leagues have gotten in bed with these betting sites because these leagues do control the games that these people are betting on, right? I mean, so my question is, is why doesn't the NFL just open up its own betting site and not lose all this and not have to give their money to FanDuel? Because I mean, because FanDuel's giving them money. I mean, they get a lot okay. of money from FanDuel. That, that's right, but wouldn't they make more if they just had their own betting betting site? I mean, why don't they just do that? Because that'd be in. They have look, to still yeah, keep yeah. some sort of a barrier. I mean, uh, there, uh, there has to be a firewall, I guess, because I, I mean, you say they control outcome. I, I mean, that, even no, I before. Say, no, no, no. I didn't say they control outcome, but I mean, if you're getting money, I mean, for a sports league to be in bed with a betting site, right? We have to admit there's 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 some impropriety there, right? I mean, it's... it's There's certainly the aura of impropriety. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then to let these kids come in who have never been in this situation before and to punish these kids for betting, even if it's not of their own sport, I mean, that's just ludicrous. I mean, to the NFL, and I'm just picking on the NFL, is getting all of this money into their coffers, but, you know, these kids, they can't bet on this because they're the athletes and... No, it's the same can, as alcohol. Uh, it's, 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 but they, but they, but, but Chris, they, they, they could bet on other sports. They just can't bet on it um, within the confines of the uh, the team uh, facility. So if they wanted to bet a baseball game or a basketball game, they can do but that. But here's the here's the debate: if you have them be a sponsor of a game, meaning you allow their commercials to air during your games, and you put billboards up in your building. Is that enough to say they're in bed with them? Because does that mean that every product that they sell on their games that they're completely 100% in favor of? Like, Does that mean because FanDuel buys a spot on the Super Bowl, does that mean the NFL's in bed with them? I'm, I'm, I'm asking the question. I could certainly see why think, you would think that way. I think way. they're in bed with them, yeah. I think all sports are in bed with the betting sites now. But during, during a, a presidential campaign... Mm-hmm. Or even during any election cycle, there is going to be someone that's going to buy a spot on this show, say, mm-hmm. that's a Democrat or a Republican. Now, I guess our, our obligation is we have to give airtime to both. That's right. But just because a Democrat comes on and says, vote for me, does that mean that ESPN is in bed with Democrats? Or, hey, he paid the money to air the spot and we air the spot. No. Like, I, I don't think that means that I, that, that because a product bed, air, They got a cut of the money, Don. No, but just like anything else that you sell, but does that mean that there is a relationship that goes into now I can control that you have you can control my game and that I'm going no, to No, no. I mean you you would hope that there there are great firewalls for that, but I mean they get a cut of everything no, that the betting sites but, make. But to the caller's point, I think there's a higher rate of impropriety if if the NFL all of a sudden put out their own betting app that would be that would be allowed. Now they I mean, would have it, control of the app. The fact that FanDuel or DraftKings or BetMGM gives money to the NFL or ESPN the spot, Bet or or any of these, right? Does I, I don't necessarily put two and two together and it equals four. They're in bed with them. They they're they're a sponsor. But if I if I create my own app, well then I have control of the app and the product. That would you couldn't do that. That would look awful. 
Because then you could talk about impropriety, but just because they happen to give you money, does that mean you're in fully in bed with them? I, I, I guess that's the debate for me. I mean, does that mean if I if I if a Miller Light does that does that mean they have to drink Miller Light, or that they even have to drink alcohol? No, but I, but the one thing that that the, I, I I don't think you're missing you're getting a cut of their profits. You're not getting a cut of Miller Light's profits. They're just paying to be on the air for you. The, 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 that in different. order to bet on their games, the NFL is taking money from them. So they are. I mean, they, they might not be fully under the covers, but they're on the duvet. Right. That that that's biz, that's doing business. Yeah. So they they're they're in business with them. They're not in business necessarily with Miller Light because they're not getting a cut of the profits. Miller Light saying, "Okay, here's five hundred thousand dollars for this ad that we're running on the NFC Championship game." But what's the official betting side of the NFL? Is it Vandal? I don't know. Or, whatever it is, they get. They get a percentage of the games that, that are bet on. The, I mean, baseball does too, and hockey and basketball. In order to allow you to use our games as as products to make people bet, you have to pass. So they're in bed but with them. I, I, yeah, but I, I just don't. I think what people are suggesting is that now it's open for impropriety, where I don't think necessarily there is. If the NFL created their own app, don't you think that would be even? That, well, that, I that mean, would yeah, be, it would be less of a firewall because yeah. you'd get a hundred percent of everything, but here you are getting a percentage, so it's more than just an advertiser. But I don't think it's wrong that they have a relationship with these things. I, I don't, I, and I don't, I don't now think that that means games could be fixed or that they could be compromised at all. Because games could have been fixed in the past too. They, well, but much easier because, but now with the amount of money these players are making. Is anybody going to take that kind of a chance? And that's why I think that they're so hard with these rules about betting on other sports at the facility. They want to try to distance themselves as much as possible while still taking their money. Let's go to Jeff in Glenhead. Jeff. Yeah, hi, uh, thank you for taking the call. I appreciate it. You got it. Um, before I get to more serious things, I just want to say um, I've been a fan since the 10, 50 days. Um, never been a huge hockey guy, but I always said the only thing that could get me to listen to Ranger games was when Don is on the call right. because he's that good. But now I've been a Knicks fan my whole life, and I'm only consuming Knicks games when Don is on the call through the app. I don't even need a television anymore. So, wow. Look uh, at that. Now, Jeff, can, I, can I tell you one thing, though? Do not lose the preset on the 1050 is going to come in handy soon. That is a good point. Understood. Hopefully I can uh, drive up the ratings today with just this one call. There um, you go. But I wanted to talk about uh, more serious matters. Um, so I just wanted to thank you guys, uh, similar to the gentleman in Palm Springs who called earlier, who was looking forward to the boubange. Um About a year and a half ago, my wife, Michelle, who was 36 at the time, was diagnosed with breast cancer. She's doing great now. She went through hell, months of chemotherapy, radiation, double mastectomy but she was incredible she fought through it she's cancer free and like you know same with the gentleman who called earlier people who are going through this stuff you know they have a lot of time on their hands you know from three to seven so you guys just mean a lot to us even when i had to go to work through all this just knowing you're there consistently put a smile on my face and i just also wanted to add um you know, I'm 44 years old, uh, same as Peter, shout out to 1979. So, there you go. Um, I've been watching, you know, SportsCenter all my life and seeing the commercials for the V Foundation, and obviously it's very moving. And then when Stuart Scott passed, it was really heartbreaking, but I feel like you don't really realize the importance of the research until you're actually in it. So, so I just wanted to encourage everyone to donate to the V Foundation, you know. No amount is too small, and uh, that's it. Thank you, guys. All right, Jeff, and good luck to your wife. Hope that she yeah, continues to do you, well. Man. 
That's and tough. So, People go through a lot. They really do. You know, doing those uh, shows when we, in the summer, um, you know, around the ESPYs, that was always my message to people is that, you know, you don't think about it now, but one day you might be in that situation where you're going to need that research. And even if it's a dollar, uh, it goes to help. And, and I, I think, you know, there's so many stories of people that have lost their battle. And I hate saying it that way because it makes it seem like the, the effort wasn't good enough. enough. That the effort wasn't there. And that it was. But you know, so many, there's so many great stories now than there were so many years ago. So that that uh, it's, makes me feel good that he was uh, that his wife was able to, to survive and they're doing well. All right. Let me make somebody happy again. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Maniscalco coming to Madison Square Garden on this is, Wednesday, right. September 18th. This is 2026. And 20, Thursday, September 19th of 2024. Be caller number. Let me see how I can really, really... Don't 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 don't, don't 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 do that. Be caller number ninety nine for Aaron Judge and Wayne Gretzky. You're that's such a, nice. Why do you do it? Uh, you know why I do it. Right now at eight 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 nine eight seven ESPN, and you're going to score a pair of tickets. I love Maniscalco. Brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets go on sale at ten a.m. this Friday, December first, at Ticketmaster.com. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. So uh, there, there's this short film by Judd Apatow mm-hmm. about Don Rickles and, and Bob Newhart who were incredible friends. Their wives were best friends. They were literally best friends. And obviously Don passed and, and Don's wife passed two years before he did. Uh, and they interview Newhart and Newhart's wife. And Bob Newhart's still alive at the mm-hmm. age of 94. And it's just a wonderful 20-minute film. If you have to, it, it's, on, it's on social media if you want to see it. But one thing, I know this will interest you, Don. So when Newhart ended his first series, he was out of um, series television for four years, and then decided he wanted to get back. And the first move was he was going to pick up the Bob Newhart show, where it ended, but Suzanne Plachette was locked in to doing a Broadway show, so he had to like oh, pivot wow. and came up with Newhart, which had the greatest ending of any series of all time, mm-hmm. when he woke up in bed with Suzanne Plachette all those years later, and like the whole, the whole show was a fever dream, but... Isn't that amazing? He was going to continue the oh, show. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. He is such a... I, about 10 years ago, Michael, I went to see him live. and So it was 84 to 83. Right. And so it's good. Yeah, there's about yeah, a little bit... Nine, 10 years ago. It was right after the Rangers were in the Stanley Cup final. I, and I'll tell you why I remember that in a moment. One of the security guards was a fan of the show. And so after the show, he says, would you like to meet Bob? And yeah. I, I went back and I got to be Bob. And it's just... It's so Bob Newhart, if you know him. And he's a, he's a Chicago guy. And he I was telling him that I almost went to Chicago, but unfortunately the, the Kings beat the Blackhawks, so the Stanley Cup final was Rangers-Kings, so I didn't get to go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And just, just typical New York's like, SOBs. But he was it was so, I got pictures with him. He's such a great such a great. What, 10 years ago, he said? This is probably, this is summer of 2014. So he's probably 85 at the time. And if you're thinking about it, he and Rickles couldn't be... More opposite in terms of Stop. their stage persona, yeah. and but they were just the best of friends. They tried. They went on vacation together. Their kids were best friends, and it's kind of a, it's a really nice, warm. If you have twenty minutes in your day, just watch it. It's I think it's on the New Yorker website. So uh, yeah, that's where I saw it pop up. So worth there. worth your time. It'll it'll make you smile. It's one of those things that make you smile. You know what else makes me smile when Don introduces himself before oh, Mazda commercial? That's right. It's Don Lagreca here for Ramsey Mazda. This is the season. The season to save at Ramsey Mazda during the season of Inspiration Sales event, like a new 2024 Mazda CX90 for four hundred nine dollars a month. 
or buy with 0.9% financing up to 36 months with no payments for 90 days. Find your new Mazda now at Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. VIN R1133182. MSRP 41595 Title and registration extra. Ends 113023. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's must be 21 years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so there is a story out there that we, we have not really attacked, and, and, and you really have to be careful with it because it's, it's all accusations and nothing has been proven. But those that are sports fans, most of our listeners, know the story of Josh Giddy, who's 21 years old, the Oklahoma City um, uh, Thunder player, a very good player, and he has been accused through video released by the girl, not in any accusatory way of having relations with an underage girl. I think she's 15. And it's something that people have really stayed away from. And I understand you stay away from things because you don't want to um, indict somebody or implicate somebody unless it's proven. But 
Juan DeFranco, one of the best young players in baseball, signed to an 11-year contract with the Tampa Bay Rays, which they never do. He is a superstar. Now, Josh Giddy is a good player. He's not on the level of Juan DeFranco. No, no, no. And these same accusations came about, and they're just accusations, about Juan DeFranco that he was with a 14-year-old girl. And Major League Baseball put him on the temporarily unavailable list. He's getting paid, but he's not being allowed. He was not allowed to to play baseball for the Tampa Bay Rays, and they went to the playoffs, and they lost in two games in the wild card, and he could have helped, but Major League Baseball did the right thing because when something that heavy is put upon a player, I mean, you got to get them out of the public eye, you would think, and the NBA has done this in the past. They they did it um, a couple of times with John Morant. You know, he was accused of a couple of things that still, they were accusations, but he was taken off the court. And now he's serving a 25-game suspension at the beginning of the year. Why is Josh Giddy being allowed to play while this is being investigated? I don't quite get that. Do you? Well, so, so is it like a? Did she released a video saying this it, is my boy. You know, essentially this is my guy, and he was on the video together. Right. right. And then people said that girl is in high school and she's 14 or 15 years old. And um, so they're. I mean, I, I, the doesn't investigation seem, shouldn't take that long. Doesn't that seem like enough to at least pull them off the court for now? I, I'm I'm curious why they're not doing it. I'm curious, and, and a, a lot of people are claiming, and I'm not co-signing this at all. I'm just reading what people are saying on social media that it's a black-white thing that that back, black players have been accused of stuff, and they've been taken off the court until it's been resolved. This guy's white. And he has not been taken off the court, and he's allowed to play while they investigate. This is a pretty heavy charge that he's with a 14 or 15-year-old girl. Hmm. You kind of should take him out of the public eye until you find out whether it's true. And I don't know why the investigation's taking that long. Find the young lady, find out how old she is, see if there has been a relationship, and there's your investigation. Where did the Wanda Franco thing end up going? It's still being investigated. And he's still out? He's still out. He's been out the whole time. I mean, the, the 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 prevailing thought is his career's over. That's the prevailing thought, regardless of whether or not he does jail time or there's a criminal they, they, investigation. They think because it's enough for the the Tampa Bay Rays right. to void his contract. See, the reason why a lot of these sports will punish without conviction is just the optic of it. <clears throat> so let's say he's completely cleared. All right, well, then you feel, then he, he played, no harm, no foul. But but what if it's proven that it happened? You'd be like, guy's been playing for the last month and he was with a 14-year-old? I mean, how, how does that look for the NBA? So you try to be careful and pull him. I don't know why the NBA's letting him play. I think the Rays did the right thing. Now, you feel bad if it turns out to be you're wrongly accused. But you're getting paid. But you are getting paid still. But how how else, how does the optic look that you're playing and every question asked is about these allegations and, and then if it ends up being proven true, you're going to have egg all over your face that this guy's played, represented your team, your sport, and your league while this happens. So. And, and look what Major League Baseball did with Trevor Bauer, which kind of disproves the black-white thing. I mean, he's taken off oh. the field. He hasn't played a, game, a Major League game yet. Well, are people comparing it to players in other sports or in basketball specifically? Well, I'm, I, I'm bringing up the Franco thing because it almost mirrors it. But, right. I mean, they're looking at basketball, and why was John Morant taken off the court while they investigated? And then even Kyrie Irving was taken off the court um, uh, through all the things that he, that he went through 
but this guy's not taken off the court. Uh, I'm sure the NBA has a reason. I've not heard what it is, but it does seem a little bit incongruous that in baseball, Franco's out. This guy's still playing in the spotlight well, every single game. I mean, listen, I, my guess would be is this will that will change. And how many? When did the story break? This this weekend. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Right. How many games have there been since then? I think one. It's been two, I know he played one, one, one and was asked about it afterwards. Yeah. So maybe two now. Yeah. Now, do they know information that that uh, absolves him? Is there some piece of information that they feel confident he is going to be exonerated from these allegations? Well, I haven't I, heard I that know. except that no, he's still being investigated. But, but but to Peter's point, it's only been a couple of games. They'll do their due diligence and they'll say, all right, there seems to be some fire to the smoke. we got to pull him off the court. I mean, I'm okay with that, aren't you, Michael? I mean, if there's – now, baseball's every day, right? So it's a little bit different. Um, but, you know, and, and everybody does their investigations in their own time. So if they do the investigation and they say, yeah, there's a lot of heat to this, we're going to have to pull them off the court. So let's let's just give them the benefit of the doubt, I guess, that they're still looking into the allegations and to see if there's anything to this. Because you don't want you don't want every time somebody throws an allegation out, they get pulled off the court. I mean, then but it if there's video a of an underage girl and he's in the video, he's in the video, and they're like, "Well, she said the, the the thing is that people are saying she's underage. I guess they have no proof yet. Right. Well, I don't How know why it would that take that long. Yeah. So yeah, that, does, that it's not a great optic. Well, I mean, I just wanted us to talk about it because a lot of people are getting criticized for not talking at all about it. Like, just acting like it's not even happened yet. And Stephen A. Smith was asked by, he said, well, I'm not going to get sued. By talking. We don't know how old the girl is, and he's 21 years old. And I understand his thinking, and I'm not saying he did it or he didn't do it. My question is to the NBA, while this is being investigated, why is he still allowed on the court? It's just not a good look. Because as Don said, if it comes out that she's 14, you've let this guy get all the glory of playing while it's being investigated? What would be the harm of taking him off the court and paying him? Wanda Franco's still getting paid. Right, right. But but you just don't have the look of you're okay right. with it and they're out there playing in the game. Right. Yeah, I mean, that seems like the move to make. I, I, listen, everyone wants to make an apples-to-apples comparison on everything. Everyone wants to you know, try to tear down Malika Andrews every single day because they say, on draft day, she talked about so-and-so, but here... Every situation is different. And the fact of the matter is, I don't know Malika Andrews from Adam, but I know that for people to judge her from afar and make their own decision and other people that they're deciding to not talk of it because of specific racial reasons, to me, seems totally unreasonable. Questioning the NBA on it is a different subject. Right. I think you have every right to say to the NBA, hey, you guys seem quick when you're trying to decide what's going on to pull people off the court. This, as you said, good word, incongruous. This doesn't seem like a a, a fair thing to do. That makes sense to me. But I I don't think it's the same thing. Talking about a player's um, things that have happened in their personal life that may not be good on draft day is a different conversation because you're talking about what a team is getting and everyone's trying to make an apples-to-apples comparison. Maybe there's not an apples-to-apples comparison. And I don't think you could responsibly sit here, any of the three of us or anybody on the air, and, and responsibly rip Josh Giddy. We don't know. If it's true, he deserves to be just completely obliterated and, 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 and ripped and, and suspended. But I think the NBA now, is fair game. Why is he being the, allowed to now, play while now, you investigate? Now, here's Agreed. the nuance of, of this. Now, and correct me if I'm wrong, Michael. The Wanda Franco, was he, this was his girlfriend. There was a relationship. Right. And there might have been enough information that he knew her age. If this was a one-time thing with this girl in the video, is, is it possible 
and maybe that's what they're investigating, that he had no idea she was 14. And if it was just one-time thing, is he allowed to get up from that? Like, if you look at her, it's like, there's no way you would ever be able to tell. I don't, I don't know. Is that a part well, of it? The, but the bottom Where, line is, thing is, like, you were dating someone that was 14. You knew she was 14. We're going to throw the book at you. You happen to have a one-night stand with a... It sounds awful, but then you find out later on, well, she looked and she looked 20. But you know what? Luis Polonia, way back that, when, for the your younger listeners, you might not know, he had relations with a 16-year-old in Milwaukee in a hotel... And he went to jail. Right. Well, he went no, to jail. And, and, and deservedly so. But what I'm and saying, he didn't know that she was 16, Right, but, but I'm saying from the NBA standpoint, as far, as far as Major League Baseball, when you talk about the the difference between Wanda Franco who's pulled off the field, is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was a relationship, and that there might have been more information that he knew she was underage. But it's still being investigated, so they don't right. have anything definitive. Right, but, and so while they're doing that, all right, how authentic is the video? And and all, I guess that does take some time to to do the right things before you pull a guy off the court. But I, but you're starting to run out of time. Here. Well, and also at some point you're going to have to do something. Can you guys rec- do you guys recall the timeline of John Morant, for example, relative to the first video? How quickly he was off the court? I think it was fairly soon. But, do, do, but does anyone sure. remember? Because when these things happen, everyone starts screaming and point, pointing fingers, like the Malika Andrews thing. Oh, when you talked about so-and-so, you don't know whether, th- at this point, you don't remember, was the person who she was talking about a story that was a year old and had already gone to court and there was already proven information versus something that's happened in the last three days and there's no court documents to even speak about yet. Right. Sometimes, like, we live in this era where you have to have someone on it in that moment. You may not have the information. My hope is with the NBA, they generally do the right thing, and they'll get them off the court when they get the information. The, the thing that worries me in the country and the times that we live in right now, any one of the three of us could be accused of something heinous with absolutely no basis in truth whatsoever, and you're almost forcing against pants hands to take you off the air. Until right. you can prove your innocence. But that's because why it's, it's innocent until proven guilty, but not really in the court of public opinion. You're but, guilty. But that's why the NBA, I think, is saying... Even if we think it's likely to turn out to be true, we don't want to set the standard that we do it before we have the information. But but as long like as long as you're not affecting his ability to earn a living, while he could technically be innocent, but you could take him off the court as long as he makes well, his what, money. Or sure, what is the exact purpose of that though? It's just take him out of the, the spotlight to protect the optic of the league. Yeah, the optic of a league of a guy who you know essentially was with a fourteen or fifteen year old being on the court and, right, and, and, and you being can, celebrated and cheered. Like the first day he came out on the court in Oklahoma City, he got a standing ovation. It's just an awful look. Why do you get a standing ovation? Because that's how fans are. They're trying to show support for him, right? Not knowing probably all the information. So it's just how would it look if it no, ends up being hard. the worst case enough. scenario? Yes, and he's been playing for the last you know five six games. It just. I get it. Well, the Michael K. Show holiday party returns on Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. We'll have plenty of giveaways for fans in attendance, including ticket packages from the Jets, the Knicks, the Rangers, and the Islanders, plus special guest appearances by Amani Toomer, Rick DiPietro, and more. So mark your calendars and get ready to spread some cheer at the Michael K. Show holiday party Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. Brought to you by the New York Islanders, Jake's 58 Casino Hotel, Yingling Traditional Lager and Flight by Yingling, the perfect 
great beers for the holiday season. Security Dodge. Visit securitydodge.com and come get some selection. And, of course, all of it benefiting the Garden of Dreams Foundation. We'll come back, take more phone calls, ENN after that. But first, Don... Uh, we'll sit tight as Peter talks about FanDuel. I'm glad you brought that up because, guys, the weather's getting colder, but the offers are staying hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in the action. The app is easy to use. Wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Peter and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL, 21 and over and physically present in New York. First online real money wager, only $5 pregame Moneyline wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues and eligible bonus bets that expire seven days after season. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com for all the gambling problem. Call 877-OPEN-Y or text OPEN-Y 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. You have made no good points, Peter. You're so right, Michael. I think you made some salient points. Yeah, because you're an ass. Loves airtime. You do. Why, why do you Not say it's a bad as thing. some sort of a negative? It's great cross promotion. They're talking about me. Right. Apparently, I gave good radio. Right. I didn't give much of a word in edgewise, but you know what? I just I was on a roll. But don't you think it's kind of counterproductive? You're, you're you're stealing content from this show. This is your show. No, no, no. You're not on that show. And by the way, I saw the ratings. They're doing a hell of a show in the morning. He's trying to support the big morning show. Yeah. Well, How about supporting the afternoon show? Well, he does every day. But I mean, he, listen. I'll tell you this. His name's just as on the morning shows and on the afternoon show. You know what I mean? Wow. You got what you wanted, Don. Well, I got what I wanted, but it was the right move. People know what people got was truth. They got they got the right man winning point guard. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night. Good luck. Now, we just spoke about the Josh Giddy situation, and there's a a very odd situation going on in the NHL. I don't mean to, like, giggle about it. It is strange, though. But, uh... I don't think we should give the player's name, right? Because still, no. It's I mean, okay. What's Tell us what you know. Well, uh, Corey Perry's been released by the Chicago Blackhawks, right? Unconditional release purposes terminated his contract. I'm trying to look for the statement from the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, what I will not give any credence to are the rumors surrounding Corey Perry because they've been debunked everywhere. But it's salacious, and it came out that the rumors came out yesterday and today. The Blackhawks issued a statement after an internal investigation. The Chicago Blackhawks have determined that Corey Perry has engaged in conduct that it, conduct that is unacceptable and in violation of both the terms of his standard players contract and the Blackhawks internal policies intended to promote professional and safe work environments. As such, Corey Perry has been placed on unconditional waivers. In the event Mr. Perry clears waivers, we intend to terminate his contract effective immediately. Now again, the rumors were salacious. This kind of the, the statement kind of backs up that maybe the rumors were true. Although everybody debunks the rumors, he obviously did something. They did they they did an internal investigation that lasted all of a couple of days because it was just a few days ago. Corey Perry said that he was going to take a leave of absence from the team for personal reasons, and then within forty eight seventy two hours they release him. So it doesn't take long to investigate. But again, no one knows exactly well, what he did without getting into the salacious rumors. It does revolve around a mom's trip. Yes. Where the moms of the players went on the road trip. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the rumors being what they are, again, we're not going to get into them. Even though we're just, hint- we're just hinting at the rumors. This guy was suspended 
for contract conduct detrimental to the team. Yeah. Remember, then the Blackhawks obviously have the history yes. of, of what we know, so they've got to be very sensitive to this situations. But uh, the reason it kind of compares to what we were talking about before is that you do an internal investigation, you do your due diligence. Now, teams know what goes on, and just because they don't do anything doesn't mean that there was no wrongdoing. Sometimes teams keep things quiet because they don't want to lose the player. Right. Corey Perry's a veteran, a borderline Hall of Famer, but the Blackhawks aren't going anywhere. Yeah, really? and, the, and the Blackhawks aren't going anywhere. You know, so I don't know if, if this is easier to release him because they're not going anywhere and he's 40 years old. You know, would the Edmonton Oilers have done that to Connor McDavid if there was something going on? But the fact is, they did cut bait. So it, it doesn't look good, Michael, when you look at the rumors less than 24 hours ago. Because, Peter, if those rumors are true, isn't the exa- this the exact statement the Blackhawks would have? Which which one? You know, conduct oh, the one they gave? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, that, that's what I'm saying. So I don't understand how long they're going to be able to just leave it like that. Well, do they have to say anything? They released him. But it will eventually get no, out. Eventually it's going to get out. But but here's, here's the point. Let's say the Blackhawks ignore it. Then eventually it comes out. And Corey Perry's been playing for the last week. How would that make them look? Right. So you got to do something. Not as bad as, as as the Thunder in the NBA would look because what he's being accused of is not criminal. It's just poor form. But 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 again, we don't even. But, but again, Corey that's Perry just the rumor. Us. We don't know what Corey Perry did. I don't know whether it was illegal. I, I don't know the whole story. Because if it. I'm tiptoeing here. If the rumors, the salacious rumors are true, is that releasable? If well, it was, it was between consenting, consenting adults, yeah. I don't think it's really. It's not a great look, but it. Will, but but you, you, all you have to do to release someone is decide that you don't think. No, you, they, but, no, but you've got to have some oomph behind it to take their money away. They're going to terminate his contract. He violated his contract. I don't know if how is that violating but, but the, the contract? To Michael's point, with the rumors, does that sound? Was it an immoral act? Unless they were to find out that it wasn't uh, consensual. If it if it had to do with the if it if it's like the rumor and it had to do with well it's it's a it's, star player's family member right a star player who you were entrusted with some to some degree to look out for and kind of help very good point that that could be a real violation we we said one of the reasons we're keeping you around at this age is not just to play but to help groom a young player and instead you ended up doing things that you did with a family but, member but, but the, yeah, um, that's a problem but the 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 Celtics head coach yeah. That was enough to get his contract to, to fire him. We don't. But that wasn't yeah. exactly the same thing. But it was still an inappropriate relationship within the team, right? No, no, no laws were broken, but it was still enough to let him go in the eyes of the Celtics, right? Yeah. Now it's time for Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Eisner Amper. Uh, the Rangers lost to the Sabres last night. It snapped a 14-game point streak against Buffalo for the Blue Shirts, which was tied with the Predators against the Devils for the longest active point streak by any team versus a single opponent. That's Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Eisner Amper, a leading business advisory firm, helping clients create a winning game plan to transform knowledge and into action for your business. Check out Eisner Amper Solutions Insight Resources at EisnerAmper.com slash solutions. I'm curious about this call. I want to get this in before we break. Ron in New Jersey. Ronnie. Hey, Ron. Hey, hey guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, long-time listener. First time uh, caller. Thanks for taking my phone call. You got it. Uh, yeah, I just came from the uh, Tommy DeVito uh, meet and greet. Um, I heard you guys talking about it. How was him, that? And I just, it, was, uh, it started off kind of uh, slow, but by... 
4.30, the line to meet him was, uh, there had to be over 150 people there. Where was it, Ronnie? Uh, Primo Hoagies in Wayne, New Jersey. <laughs> He's really leaning into it. <laughs> was he a good guy? He he was. He was very nice. He was signing anything that you uh, brought to his attention. And uh, he traveled with his parents, of course. They were both there. And uh, he had a pretty deep posse there, too. So it was really cool to uh, meet and uh, get to see him. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, uh, I feel like, you know, the the Giants just got to continue rolling with this kid. Um, uh, you know, it, things happen for a reason. There's a reason why he was on the roster. There's a reason why he's getting the start now. And uh, I just feel like, you know, he's progressively getting a little bit better. I mean, you know, I was part of the people that were saying maybe tank the season. But at this point, you know, it's good to see the Giants playing some football, even though they won by a missed field goal. But still, it, it's good to see uh, the Giants winning, of course. That's what I say. Yeah, I, I think it's good. I, and you know what? He was uh, he was undrafted, but the, the Patriots wanted him. Uh, there was mm-hmm. another team that wanted him, and the, and the, and the Giants, and he, he chose the Giants because it's his home team. So it's not like he was unknown. No, he went to big time, you know, Don Bosco Preps, yeah. a big time uh uh, school and uh, listen, he, he went to a, a big time college. It's, it's a night. It's a nice story. It really is. Hey, across all of ESPN, we're kicking off V Week today. Now we do it every year around the start of the college basketball season to honor our teammate Jim Balvano by supporting the V Foundation for Cancer Research, the foundation that he announced in his unforgettable SB speech so many years ago. Lots of things have changed since the start of the pandemic, but the need for cancer research has not changed. And Jim's message of don't give up, don't ever give up means even more to us this year than ever before. When you donate to the V Foundation, 100% of your donation goes to cancer research because they have a separate endowment that covers administrative itself expenses. 100% of what you give goes to the researchers working so hard to find a cure. And the V Foundation has received 11 consecutive four-star ratings. That's out of four by Charity Navigator, a leading charity evaluator. This places the V Foundation among the top 2% of all charities evaluated. Now, if you're able, and I know it's tough out there right now, please join us by going to v.org slash donate now. Coming up in a moment, ENN, the holidays are here, and the Jolly Elves at Omaha Steaks have your wish list covered with guaranteed perfection during their Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use code K at checkout to get an additional $30 off your order. Score delicious deals on tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their mouth-watering bacon-wrapped filet mignons, a holiday gift favorite, or cozy up to easy-to-prepare meals and carefully cure gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value. I love Omaha Steaks. My family loves Omaha Steaks. We order them, we cook them, we eat them, and they are delicious. The steaks are great. The burgers are outstanding. It is worth your time and effort to get an Omaha Steak. So visit omahasteaks.com and save big with 50% off site-wide. Plus, use promo code K at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Hurry, because the Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals at Omaha Steaks will be gone before you know it. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code K at checkout. Minimum order may be required. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.